All right, you are tuning into the Dive in Deep Show podcast. This is episode number 59. I am your host, Rudy Ray, and I'm here with my boy, Jason. What's going on, Jason? And we got Julio here, too. What's the deal? What's the deal? Sir, you come to the Dive in Deep Show for sports debates and elite takes. Only the best. All right, so before we get into the episode, make sure that you drop a like, drop a comment, subscribe, follow us on all the platforms. I'm going to leave all the links down below. Really help us out and grow, guys. So we're going to start each show, of course, with the Prime for Prime series on this podcast. This one was mine. I had Darren Williams versus Steve Francis. Now, neither of these guys had long primes. I want to say Darren Williams. His was longer. But similar players, pretty similar mm-hmm. careers. Yeah. One of you guys go first. I'll start off. Uh, yeah, I, I think a lot of people might not know about Steve Francis uh, from his like early 2000s Houston days. Before it was, uh, before Yao and T Mac, it was Steve Francis and Yao running that dynamic duel in Houston. <clears throat> early 2000s days, he was dynamic, really electric scorer. But in this case, man, I'm actually going to go Darren Williams. I'm going to go with the, I, I think the superior actual point guard. I think he could give you similar scoring. And I, a lot of people don't remember this, but you go to Darren Williams' peak, man. He was. You could have made the argument that he was the best point guard in the league. It was him and Chris Paul. It was like really early on days. That was a legitimate debate really early on in Darren Williams' career when he was with the Utah Jazz. And even when he got to uh, to Brooklyn. Uh, was it Brooklyn or was it still New Jersey? It was New Jersey, and then it New went Jersey. to Brooklyn. And then it went to Brooklyn. Okay, yeah. yeah. So he started in, like, he was the first Brooklyn net, one of those guys. But, yeah, I'm talking more like the late 2000s when he was with Utah Jazz. And, man, Rudy, I know you remember he was knocking y'all out every year with uh, AK-47. Yeah, back-to-back back years. Carlos man. Boozer. Yeah, man, that was a – they had a nice squad out there, and I think – Darren Williams was the best player on that team, and he was he was a dog in his days. So I'm going Darren Williams. Who you got, Julio? <clears throat> uh, I actually had Darren Williams, and then I went back and started looking at tape, and I switched it up, and I had to go with Steve Francis. I think he has a deeper bag, and we're talking <clears throat> prime for prime. And what he could do on the rebounding was crazy. For He actually averaged one year seven rebounds per game, which is like unheard of from a guard his yes. size. Yeah, yeah he's smaller. I think he's, what, 6'3 at most? 6'4? 6'3, 6'4. 6'3, 6'2. 6'2 max if yeah. you're like, yeah. But, yeah, for somebody <laughs> his size to be averaging seven rebounds, that's crazy. And we're doing prime for prime, so I'm also thinking about a one-on-one type matchup. I think Francis got a deeper bag, so I'm going to go with Steve. 6'3 according to Google. Yeah, yeah, it sounds about right. They only lie on KD. They put six ten or whatever. <laughs> I still don't get that, but <laughs> that's right. facts. Yeah, so if you look at their like accomplishments, it's pretty similar. Steve Francis, three time All Star. Darren Williams, three time All Star. But Darren mm-hmm. Williams was two time All NBA. Yeah. For, for their career numbers, Steve Francis is nineteen six and five in his prime years, and Darren Williams in his prime years was nineteen ten and three. So he had that ten yeah. assists. He had that. He had yeah. that that passing ability. That's what I went with. That was what yeah. put me towards Darren Williams was the uh, point guard ability. Yeah, yeah, and I think for me, that's because y'all know I love pure point guard <clears throat> passing. I love Steve Francis, but I got to give it to Darren Williams. Like he was, he was, he wasn't as bouncy. He played on you know on the ground, but yeah, man, he was nasty. Even like 
Yeah, his late Brooklyn years, he was still. I think he had like a fifty-point yeah. game one time. Yeah, he, he, had a, still, he had a couple of good years in Brooklyn. He was still really good, really effective player. Yeah, I think he was on that team that had KG and Paul Pierce, and Jason Terry, yeah. Joe Johnson, he, Brooke and Lopez. Even on that team, he was probably <laughs> him and Joe Johnson, probably the best players on that team. Yeah, yeah. definitely. <clears throat> so that that one was tough. But as far as bigger bag, Julio's right. Oh. Steve Francis is nasty, man. Yeah, the crossovers. Game, yeah, yeah. And I remember if you there's this one game where him and Kobe, <laughs> it was Steve and Kobe versus. Yao and Shaq. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that was the matchups. Yeah. I think the Rockets won that game. Steve Francis outplayed Kobe. So, I mean. Yeah, he was a bucket. Yeah, he was. His career yeah, ended too nice. soon, though. He was really nice. Yeah. He played way less than Darren Williams. Yeah, he did. I think his career got shortened by injuries and then outside stuff. That was unfortunate. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to let you guys vote on Twitter and Instagram. I'm trying to put that one on TikTok, too. All right, so. We're going to get into these topics. We're going to start with Donovan Mitchell, his best landing spots, and overall, I guess, just the situation. So I think, Jason, you had this one on there, right? Yeah, man. So l- l- let's hear from you. So, I mean, Donovan Mitchell, it's looking like, and it's probably what's best for the Utah Jazz. It's like, what exactly is your ceiling with Donovan Mitchell as your absolute best player? It's probably not going far, and granted, like, they – just have a long way to go. They were, they did have a really good squad in years past and never came through in the playoffs. But I, I, th- I feel like you've seen what you could do with Donovan Mitchell as your top guy. I think they're right to move on and just kind of like start over, try something else. Donovan did put in work and he deserves to, you know, go to a winning situation. Not that's not saying that he will, because a lot of the biggest uh, attraction he's he's seen to go to is uh in new york for the knicks that would probably be the smallest backcourt i think i've ever seen if you go him and jalen brunson yeah. but it, it would be some fun basketball i think it would give the new york fans something to cheer about something to really look excited to how good they can be it's probably like at absolute best a second round exit first that, round exit bro i know i'm talking about like absolute best yeah, case the scenario. Best case. that's what i think their best you is still a... still think first round exit bro that they're, team is not they're good in the east they're in the east at least that helps them but but the east got did get better yeah i mean like like i said it's something to look forward to for the future because i mean jalen brunson and donovan mitchell both of them what under 25 years old so you do get yourself a young backcourt for the future albeit very small but again it's a lot better than what you've had going for you in past years when it comes to the new york knicks so what do y'all think about that you can go with you as as what I think about the Knicks move or where Knicks, I think he should. Uh, do you agree up? with Do you agree with the Knicks or you think elsewhere? No, I agree with everything you said. If he does go to the Knicks, because that's what it's looking like. But if I'm talking about best landing spot that could actually be a reality, some a team that could package for him, I would probably go with the Miami Heat. They could low key package uh, Lowry and uh, Duncan Robinson. Maybe throw another player and some picks in there. I think that would be a, an elite trade. That would put Miami over the top. They're already in playoff contention team. We're one one away from going to the finals. With Donovan Mitchell in there, that would be that would be the best case scenario in my opinion. That's, that's actually possible. Yeah, and that's the only spot. Like I'm not a Donovan Mitchell guy. I don't hate him, but I'm not a I'm I'm not a big believer in him. But he would make sense for that team because I believe in him more than a guy like 
Tyler Hero, would he be included in that deal? He could be. Probably. If yeah. He would have to be. Dixon. Yeah, Duncan, Kyle Lowry, and yeah, Tyler good, would be a nice getting, package. If you're, you're training for a player like Donovan Mitchell, you have to throw up somebody who's like, okay, like, like Duncan Robinson is a good player, but that's not like Donovan yeah. Mitchell worthy. It's just that contract that makes <laughs> yeah, him look even better it's, than what he is. I think Duncan and Tyler for straight up for Donovan is the best you can get, honestly, to me, from Miami. Yeah. They yeah, have to throw in a pick too. Yeah, you probably throwing a just... pick, but as far as players, it's just those two. Yeah, any more than that, it's just too much to me. Yeah, you don't need no, to. You right. need to keep Lowry. Donovan Mitchell is not a point uh, guard. Do you? He's not a point no, guard. You don't really. Okay, they so who's your point guard? Then? Who's your point guard? It's uh, not Donovan could, Mitchell. You could let Donovan Mitchell run the point at his size, in my opinion. Uh, but he's but, not a good point guard. That's my thing. Who even is Miami's backup point guard? Gabe right now? Vincent. Yeah, Gabe Vincent. Oh yeah, Gabe Vincent can run that union, but not for a whole not, season. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, he's not that elite. But he's not that elite. He's not elite at all. <laughs> nah, he's nice at what he does, though. He's definitely taking a big step compared to last season. I think hang on to Larry. I don't see no reason. I mean, if you can't add Larry, that's too much money. Then you're bringing in other. I mean, unless you swap for Mike Conley. Yeah. yeah. Trade, trade one wash point guard for another wash point guard. Yeah, who would you rather have? I'm taking Conley all day over yeah. Lowry. Yeah, Conley, I guess. I take Lowry. A healthy Lowry? That's a leader uh, right there. Is, is that the only thing wrong with Larry? Is he, was I he mean, just not healthy? He's a guy that's been to the finals. He, he knows what shoot, it takes. Though, yeah, but he, he wasn't healthy. either. His hamstring or whatever was wrong with him, he was he was not the same. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Yeah, shot, if you're telling me he's going to be, be healthy and, a, and that was the only thing wrong with him, I would take Kyle Lowry. Yeah, I just don't know if it was just health that was the issue. Regular season, he was healthy and he looked pretty good. He looked better than Conley. Conley was bad all year. Yeah. Yeah. And I so don't what see. Think, what do you What do you think, Rudy? Where, where should he go? You don't like the yeah, Knicks move? Knicks, Miami. What are you thinking? If he was to, a lot of people are in on the Knicks move. I'm not because I just don't think that team. What are they gonna do? Push push the first round to seven games. I mean, they're not gonna get a whole lot better with Donovan Mitchell, man. And Tom Timmel is gonna start though. I mean, it's a good move to 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 sell tickets and to give them a good um like something to look for like something to look forward to as far as improving. I think they will improve mm-hmm. and definitely make the playoffs, but I don't see them being a contender. No. Not by any means at all. I mean, they missed the playoffs last year. I don't think they're trying to be a contender the following year. It's all about being able to compete and stay competitive in ball games throughout a season. I think at best they'll be a six seed, fifth or six seed. Milwaukee's better than them. Philly's better than them. Toronto right now so is better than them. A Miami. Starting, a, a starting lineup of, yeah. of Brunson, Mitchell, Barrett, Randall, and Mitchell Robinson. You don't like that starting lineup? Uh, I mean, on two K, I, like, I, like, I like the starting lineup, man. And Grimes like off the oh, bench yeah. too. A couple of them young guns gonna have to go if they bring in. Derrick Rose is gonna be gone. Oh yeah, yeah. You think they're gonna get rid of? I don't think they'll get rid of Grimes. He's nah. too young. They like quickly. They, better, they, they like Grimes. Not get rid of Grimes. They better. Not yeah, get rid of Grimes. and quickly is young too. They're gonna Loki have to get rid of their young guys. One of them. So that would be a and trade or a work. signing? A trade. I think it would be a trade. Is they're going to ask for R.J. Barrett? There's, I don't think that Has there been reports RJ. of that already? Because I haven't read too much into it. I feel um, like they have to go heavy pick 
Heavy, I the mean, heavy, if, if the that's what the, if that's route. the route, then they can make it work. I'm sure. And then you probably have to throw in a nice young piece, like maybe even Obi Toppin. Honestly, yeah, let you can go. Yeah, yeah. They don't need him. He he hasn't played it's that much like, anyways. I don't know. They're gonna be getting rid of their young guys. They're not gonna. They're gonna. That's a win now type of move. That's the next thing to do. We all agree that they're not going to win now, even with <laughs> yeah. That guy. The next thing to do is to, is to is go all in on Mitchell. The, no, that is something the Knicks would do for sure. Wow. That that team is not winning a second round series. I'll say that they so might you'd, get there. You'd rather have them somewhere else. Like you said, Miami. That's I, what I think. Off the top of my head, I I can't think of another team like. Maybe Toronto, if they want to upgrade that shooting guard, but they got Gary Trent for the cheap, so I wouldn't. I'm not sure. Yeah. Like, I rather have Gary Trent than for over, like for what you're paying. Yeah, yeah, for what I'm paying him. Right. Gary Trent's nice. I like Gary. He Trent. is. He's he a little is. underrated too. Yeah, no, he's nice. He's cold. I think he Miami's is. the the best spot for him. But even then, does that you think that pushes them to the finals? Yeah, they were one win away from going to the finals. You had Donovan Mitchell on there, man. They that's well, all they health, needed some uh, some healthy teams know, coming though, back. You get you, you. We I think we all agreed that the Celtics made a great couple moves. Yeah, Buck, Bucks will be healthy. Um, well, we assume the Bucks will be healthy. Yeah, um, Philly. Philly is gonna Philly too. Yeah, it's Brooklyn not might run it back. Finals appearance, but I think it would definitely help <clears throat> more than deter them from making that. Yeah, but if my if it's different, like if a team like the Knicks makes a move like that, we know at again at absolute best it's a second second round exit. But if a team like Miami makes a move like that, they're expected to make the finals. Like it's just a different type of pressure if Miami yeah. makes that move. They have that to at least true. get to the conference finals. Uh, that's a tough you, Eastern Conference, I man. Saying, I can I don't, see I them getting there, but I don't. Uh, that's that's. I don't disagree with you, but I don't think you make a move like that just to get back to the Eastern Conference final. You make a move like that to make the finals. Not if you lose the to the Bucks yeah. or a really good Philly team, then it's respectable. Like that's a good season to me. I mean, everybody's playing those top contender spots are playing to make it to the finals. That's just the whole yeah different story where there's gonna happen or not i think but i would I put them fourth though i'd put milwaukee <laughs> philly and uh who's the other team boston over them that's what i'm saying so do you even do the move at that point if it don't even put you over the edge like that i mean if you get more from bam and you get a consistent playoff jimmy butler that could be what the difference is yeah it almost already true. was yeah it was Max Struess three away like <laughs> yeah. from the one that got taken away. They could have been in the oh, finals yeah. if I, they counted that. I forgot about that. They robbed him, man. Yeah, it was really close. Like, it was really hard to tell. Like, his heel was hovering <laughs> yeah. over the out-of-bounds line. That's the, that's the human element of the game, man. Yeah, so it, was a, it was a mistake. It, so it, it wasn't was, like it was egregious like Kevin Durant it, it, taking I was about to three, say, it three okay, steps out-of-bounds or nothing <laughs> like that. It was right there. It happened. Yeah, that one's yeah. too close to call. It wasn't KD. <laughs> yeah, walking out of bounds and coming back in. So. <laughs> that was Warriors, man. Yeah, no, that was wild. Yeah. I've never seen anything like that one. I was going crazy, bro. I was so, <laughs> we almost lost that game because of that, bro. Yeah, hey. You know, yeah, Harden had to clutch up. Ball don't, ball, don't lie. ball don't lie, though. Harden got him back. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, that was a clutch. That was a good game. 
So real quick, I'm like I said, I'm not a Donovan Mitchell guy, but I did want to point out that this dude does <coughs> step up in the playoffs. I'm not sure it translated oh, yeah. so much of this past playoffs, but when you just look at his numbers, he goes from 24 points per game to 28 points per game. His his percentages go up. I mean, but as the best player on his team, he's two and five in the playoffs in playoff series. But mm-hmm. he wouldn't be the best player on his team if he went to Miami. So I'm just saying that he does elevate his game in the playoffs, which is something that Miami needs. Yeah. Because Jimmy Butler clearly needed some help. Yeah, they had a bunch of guys who, like, shrunk come playoff time. You look at Max Struess and Tyler Hero, whether it be injuries or or something. Bam out of bio definitely was a letdown. Yeah. He had one good game in the last series, and that was about it. Yeah, so just just pointing that out. If Miami does get does does add him, they they do get a guy that does step up in big moments. Yeah, they had what back to back fifty point games with Jamal Murray, the one in the bubble. Yeah, so that's when, in the playoffs. That's, when, that's when Stephen A. Smith called him a superstar. Is Donovan Mitchell a superstar? No, no. I think he's borderline. Can't. Borderline. You can't be. A, you can't be a superstar if you're not top ten. I'm sorry, you can't. And yeah, not even all top ten are superstars. True. Yeah, so it's yeah, tough. True. That's true. It's tough. It's like the top six. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's debatable. We'd have to go through it. Yeah, facts. Yeah. All right, but speaking of a dude who's not a superstar, I want to talk about DeAndre Ayton and how the Phoenix Suns are in shambles to me. I they're not my team, so I'm I don't really have a I mean, I do still have a problem with it because <laughs> I don't understand why they would match the offer he you're mm. overpaying for a guy where you can get just as much from javel mcgee or uh bismack bayambo they could have had they they could perple- javel's already gone bro. i know but i'm just saying there's so many other guys that you could get for better value like aiden yeah, is not that is, dude he's borderline there, a bust to me bro he's not a bust there. but you know nah, he's the number turner. one overall they pick him with Miles turner yeah they could pay less Four Bye. years, 132 million, and he can't be traded until January 15, 2023. That basically means the Suns can't get Kevin Durant. I mean, th- I'm not sure what they're doing. Their window to me is closed. Uh, I don't know. I think they're more on some like if it ain't broke, don't fix it's it. It's broken. Even they, it is broken though. Kind of, yeah, but I mean, we're, they're coming off a of finals appearance and then a number one seed. Well, you called them frauds. They did. Yeah, I still do. Think I do they're too. Frauds, but that that doesn't mean they think they're frauds. No, they so ha- maybe maybe they're looking at it as a like we just came off a of finals appearance and a number one seed. Let's run it back, see if we can do it again. That's yeah. the only logic that I see for them matching that offer. Because if they don't see the, like them needing him, they would definitely not match that. What other option did they have than to match the offers? Let them walk. You could have saved some money and got somebody <laughs> and else. Get the cap space. Uh, okay, I, you else. act like you act like guys like Aiden are just chilling around. How many guys can have that kind of offensive game? Or seventeen and ten guys can block shots, can do that effectively in a winning situation. They don't. They're not just sitting around. I'm sorry, JaVale McGee is not giving you that throughout an entire season. Okay, he's not, he's not going to give you 17. The only one left, I would say it's Miles Turner. Even then, he's not scoring like DeAndre Aiden. Okay, so I'm glad that we're talking about this. So there was obviously some stuff going around with the whole would you rather thing. 
there was somebody like who uh, what was it Players Choice that kind of started stealing ideas from Pick Aside. Well, shout out to Pick Aside yeah. because I asked them personally. <coughs> I asked Joel personally before we did this for his blessing on doing a Would You Rather for DeAndre. Shout out to Joel. Yeah, shout Pick out, Aside boys. Shout out to all you guys. So I must name these players and you tell me Would you rather have them on the Suns over DeAndre Ayton? Okay. Jared all Allen. Right. Yeah. Jared Allen. Jared Allen. All right, me too. For what he's worth, I don't think he's a better player than DeAndre Ayton. But I'm talking about fit, system, and them yeah. Yeah, being and better. Yeah, his worth and all, overall, yeah. All right, Clint Capella. Aiden. Give me Clint. Give me Aiden. You, you, Chris Paul elevates everyone's play. I can get more from Clint Capella for a little bit cheaper. He's still kind of up there you're and paid. You're just getting lobs with Capella. It's not that defense, much defense, running the floor yeah, better? It's not much Chris Paul can do for Clint from, like, mid-range and yeah, jump shots. Little, he can't, he can't fix But I don't need that. Shot. I don't need There's, that. Yeah, but Aiden already offers that. With, well, well with, you, don't need, you don't need that with Capella because he can't give you that. You have no type of pick-and-pop <laughs> game. Okay, no that's fair. Pick-and-pop game. That's a fair one. All right, let's move on to the next one. Miles Turner. Aiden. Miles Turner for the worth and all that. I'm taking Miles Turner. You Wait, uh, what's the contract for Turner? Uh, I don't know, but it's probably it's, definitely cheaper it, than it's cheaper than Aiden. That's for sure. Definitely it's cheaper. Aiden. I'm getting Aiden. All right, been, you s- been in the been in the system multiple years. You have to bring in a new guy, learn the whole offense, and he doesn't have that chemistry built. I'm going Aiden. All right, Yusuf Nurkic. Aiden. Oh, Aiden. Oh, I am man. taking Aiden too. <laughs> I, I was Nurkic, about bro. to hop off if you said no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mitchell Robinson. Aiden. I'm taking Mitch. Better defensively. <sighs> can get the rebounds. Can run the floor. He's playing with Chris Leo, Paul. Leo, I need you to be more confident in these. Nah, you had Aiden like number yeah, nah, three. I'm taking Aiden. I'm taking Aiden. I'm just, I'm, what I'm thinking about is the value. I know they yeah. can get Mitch for like a steal for the low. But nah, definitely Aiden. And we're talking talent stuff. Aiden, that's a But it's not one. just talent. It's about fit for the Suns. Aiden, like they already, he already fits there. Number one seed, finals appearance. Like I said, yeah, they're probably like thinking they, it's if not it ain't like broke, fix it. You complete know failure with no. Aiden. Like they won a yeah. lot of games. They won a lot of games. That's great. And he produced. James Harden won a lot of games. They called him a failure. Uh, All right, you yeah. calling him a failure? No, I'm not. Hell no. Okay then. <laughs> I'm not, <laughs> but I'm not calling like, him a winner. I'm not. I'm not that's talking how about Suns that. Fans <laughs> but I'm not calling him a winner though. <laughs> All right, what? you don't call James Harden a winner. I've definitely I mean, heard you call him a winner. Not like you call that man Big Game James. I don't yes. want to hear that. <laughs> He's not Big Game James. <laughs> yes, he is, bro. This season, that's worthy, bro. You can't gonna be see somebody's nickname like that, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Brooke Lopez. Come on, give me Brooke, bro. Are you serious? Yes, for no. the fit, bro. Oh, for the fit. Shoot to threes, play outside, defense. To stand out in the corner the entire game and just jack up threes, that's what you want? He's got a decent post game. He can hit the three. He can block shots. And he's not going to demand a big contract or demand the ball. Like I, I can, like I said, if Aiden's not there, I'm replacing him with somebody else. Berg's been, was injured for almost the whole season last year, too. I don't know. I think Brooke got probably two years max left in him. I think them knees are about to give out. Yeah, and he is not moving as gracefully as Aiden. Oh, whatsoever. no. What the fuck? Right, that give man me... moves like a newborn deer. What the fuck? <laughs> newborn yeah. deer. He is, yeah. Give his me... lateral defense <laughs> movement is hella slow, bro. <laughs> I'm still taking Brooke. All right. <laughs> That's Wind- crazy. Wendell Carter Jr. 
I see. I like playing one door at the four. I wouldn't even consider him a five Aiden. like that. But yeah, I would take Aiden. At this point, I'm even. I'm shocked that you even had Aiden in your top ten center. So all these dudes you're picking over him. No, I the talent. But I'm talking oh. about fit. Okay, but what fit is good for Aiden? Like, where does he need to be to be? I don't know. Use... I feel like he's not a good fit. Like anywhere. Not good. He's not, not a good, good NBA player. Basically. The Spurs. The Spurs. You'll be a good fit on the Spurs. When it's just a bunch of scrubs. Yeah, hell yeah. Hey, you asked me. Good fit on the Spurs. Oh, yeah. That's how we feel about some players, too. Yeah, all right. Next on the list, Robert Williams. Give me Rob Will. Um, Is is it Robert Williams due for a new contract soon? Just player. How do you think he fits on the team? Just straight player? Okay. Uh, I would go with Aiden. You could. I think I'm going to Rob Will. Yeah, definitely like Rob give Will me Rob Will. Will. <clears throat> All right, Rashawn Holmes. What the fuck? Hey, he he should be a four too. I'll fit. He's undersized. He's, he's a five. He plays a five, but nah, I think he should be eight. a four. What the hell? But yeah, I'll take it. Now nah, Rashawn's a dog. Don't get me he's, wrong. He's he's a very good player. But he's a beast. He's playing he's in always. Sacramento, bro. If he was on the Suns, he'd be doing the same thing. What he got on Aiden is that motor for sure. Definitely. Yes. Sean plays 100%. on 100 all game. But, yeah, I'm still taking Aiden. <laughs> all it, right. says a lot, it says a lot about the player, though, whenever that's the best thing you have to say about him. So he has a good motor. I'll tell you that. Yeah, it does. But not. Nah, DeAndre Aiden has no motor. He could play. Yeah, he could no, play. Just give him, like, about 80% of a motor. Watch what Aiden does. All right. Yeah. Steven Adams. Aiden. Steven didn't even get played. I think Julio, he Julio's like one of the biggest Steven Adams fans. Yeah, I know. He's, he's, he's not even saying Adams. So yeah, I'm going, nah. Aiden, this is I think, I think Steven got to go somewhere else, but that's besides the point. But I'll take Aiden. All right. Jonas Valanciunas. Give me Jonas. I'll take him. Honestly, I'll take Jonas. I'll take Jonas. Take on there. You taking Jonas? Team. On that yeah. team, yeah. We all agree? He could, Finally. He could space the floor a bit, too. Yeah. Yeah. All right, last one, JaVale McGee. What? Aiden. Ah, give me McGee. They were doing a lot of the same stuff when he was in there uh, when Aiden was With out. The, as the backup? Yes, when he yeah. comes in for 15 minutes, he can look real good. And like even the games yes. that he missed, yeah. Hey, per 36 <laughs> matters on that situation there because McGee will give you that same thing. And that Sun system. Okay. We saw the numbers. I saw him, men man. lie, women lie, numbers don't lie, right, Julio? Yeah, let's, let's, just, yes, start, let's just start using part 36 yes, for everything. No, man. I'm not using it for everything, but ahead. some situations I will use it. Okay, I won't. But, All right, but yeah, anyways, I'm not, that a big, I'm not a big part 36 person either. But, but you're a big, big numbers guy, numbers. but yeah, yeah you are a numbers guy. That's don't all, lie. All over stats, yeah. All right, so yeah, anyway, shout out to pick a side. I don't want to, uh, what is it? I don't want to bite <laughs> off them without shouting them out or asking them first, so. Yeah, no, that's love. That's love. Yes, sir. All right, so let's move on here. I added this topic in. Lakers versus Rus- the Lakers versus Russell Westbrook. Whose side are you on? Okay, he did. Mean? He did fire his uh, agent. I'm not okay. so sure what that means or what that has to do with the situation, but I did see the whole summer league thing where they kind of left Russ off by himself. Maybe it was his choice or whatever. But I feel like from the start. This is the Lakers' fault to begin with, and they have no one to blame for themselves, but they're just kind of scapegoating Russ when it's a new player and a new system playing with other superstars, one who wasn't there half the time, 
and all the blame is coming to him. They're not even giving him a chance to bounce back. And you have a, a, a little dream about Kyrie. I know Julio was dreaming about that a lot. It's, not, even, it's not even for sure. So wrecking a relationship with this superstar player to me just isn't smart. Russell Westbrook, like I you said. I don't think they did wreck the relationship. I think they did. Ham has been big on on him every press conference. Because he's a professional. He knows, well, he knows how to treat people. Yeah, but I mean that's one guy the main your coach showing you love. Well, LeBron's the main guy, and he's he's singling he's, he's singling not him out. Really, he's not really singling him out. People are just assuming just because they sat across from each other and won summer league game. I mean, I'm going off of what I see, and from what I see, it, I mean, it is, Russ it's not the same. Up. Why is all the blame on Bron? I mean, because is everyone talking shit about LeBron? No, they're all talking shit about Russ. All this new stuff is coming out about Russ, about trades, about all these things. And I get it's a business, but at some point, it's like when you're just blaming the the lack of success from the team on Russ. Bron, though, that's probably true. Also, he's I know, but always getting talked shit about. But for him, scrutinized. But he's also an anomaly, and he's not going to be ever traded. So it's. He's not even in those discussions. Sure, that was actually, um, what would you call it, Skip's like hidden trade that nobody's been talking about. Skip Bayless, he said LeBron for KD. But I think it's up to LeBron if he wants to get traded or not. I mean, he has to still sign that extension. Just to play with Kyrie? I think that's what the reports are saying that he's got. That's what he's determined on. He's telling them that he'll sign it if they get Kyrie. That's why he hasn't yet. If that's true, then I can't blame the guy, bro. Like, I love Russ. I've always been a fan of him, but I got to be on the Lakers side with this one. Like, you got to do what's better for the team. I know Russ has been a good guy. He's been there giving it his all and all, but it's about, at the end of the day, about what the front office feels like is better for the team to going forward and winning. I do like how Darvin Ham was backing him up, though, so, but I got to side with the Lakers. You got to side with the team, bro. Russ hasn't been a great fit with every team he's been on. He hasn't made it far in the playoffs. He's been a good fit, but he hasn't made it far in the playoffs or anything. And it looked terrible last year. But he's had success as a guy just getting to the play. That's hard to do. I think it's the media and the fans more. I'm on the Lakers side because the media and the fans are the ones who are creating all these narratives and stories. Lakers haven't came out and said we're looking to trade Russ or anything. I mean, the media comes from guys in the inside. They're not making this information up. My problem is, like, why are y'all wrecking the relationship with Russ when it's not even guaranteed that you're going to be able to trade him? And then you might have to this, go into the season with him. And His agent did just come out and say he, he's the one who doesn't want to be on the Lakers, and that's why they parted ways. So what do you think about that? Let's hear from Jason. What, what What's your take on this so far? I mean, at the end of the day, like Julio was saying, you have to do what is in the best interest of the team. And I don't think at some point, like, I feel like throughout the whole season, like, after Rudy, I feel like you're kind of <clears throat> just babying Russ. Like, you have, we have to be nice to him. The fans aren't allowed to boo him. They can't say West Brick. That's too much. You have to cheer him. Even when he's playing bad, it's at some point – you have to, Russ has to take accountability. He still wants this entire season. I did not ever hear him critique his own game plan and say like, okay, yeah, I was bad that game. It was more like, no, I'm allowed to do this. I'm, I'm, I'm Russell Westbrook. I can do that. It's like, okay, yeah, we know. But when LeBron has bad games, he's not saying, oh, and 
and I'm LeBron James. I'm allowed to play this. Would he be right in saying that? Absolutely. But he's not saying that. He knows, like, damn, I play like shit. I need to play better. And I'm just seeing very little accountability for Russ and his fans and just way too many excuses rather than results. And I've seen that throughout Russ's entire career. It's just like everything around him just isn't getting done. It was Kevin Durant who wasn't getting the job done. It was Paul George who left him. It was Bradley Beal who wasn't coming through for him. It's all these dudes around him instead of like, okay, well, what's the common denominator? It's Russell Westbrook. But he was also like Julio... Those guys, some of those guys were having their best seasons playing alongside of him. And even when they, they were, weren't there, he was still true. getting the team to the they playoffs. Were, they were. And what and they still despite all that, they still left him. Why well that says a lot. If they still, yes, they can put up some great numbers and have great regular seasons. The Thunder were perennial like Western Conference finals teams every year. And what did Kevin Durant say to him? Deuces. Because Paul why? George he, leaving as an MVP candidate is pretty big too. Before, before he left to go play uh, in LA, you rather play in Ka- LA or OKC? Before Kawhi Leonard made that decision to go to LA, he had a chance to play with Russ, and he said no, thank you. Okay, but you're not leaving unless someone else is there, so that makes sense. I get your point, but also he's not just going to go play for the Clippers randomly. Wait, what do you mean? Like he wasn't Paul George wasn't gonna leave unless there was somebody else there with him in with the Clippers. But Paul, so George that's fair. I'm let, I'm agreeing Paul with George you. Shouldn't, Paul George shouldn't have left at all. He had a great. He had I a great thing going with Russ, correct? But he didn't though. He knew he knows he's. I'm not winning a thing here. Yes, I can put up some great stats and have a great season because I'm a great player. But what the hell am I gonna win with Russ as my primary decision maker? Nothing. I mean, we didn't get to see that. We only saw what one was it? One or two seasons? Two seasons. Two seasons. One with, one with Carmelo, and then two with Paul George. It was three seasons. No, no, I'm saying like one. The first year was the big three. Yeah. Oh, okay, Carmelo, okay. Paul George, and Russ, and then the second one was just uh, Russ and Paul George. Yeah. I mean, they were a bad shot away from extending that series. They against, were against. I'm, I'm saying, but I get, again, no, I'm just like, I'm nitpicking. But. No, that is true. And then, he, and then even with the Houston thing, the couple years prior, y'all were battling with the best team of all time. The following season, that first year with Russ, did y'all win some games? Of course. But what happened when it came to the playoffs? Y'all barely snuck by a, a not-too-great OKC team in seven games, and y'all got demolished by the Lakers the following round. I mean, we had P.J. Tucker at center, bro. That was... Russ was hurt and coming back uh, again, from COVID. Like I'm hearing a lot of excuses and not a lot of results. When it I comes heard to excuses Russell from Westbrook. you the past seasons about Anthony Davis being hurt. There's more. There's uh, yeah, valid there, there's excuses. excuse, but I've also seen results with Anthony Davis. I ain't seen nothing with Russ. They played one season. Harden and Russ had one season. They made a mistake trading Capella, and we didn't get to see that team. Like, in a, I mean, you're not going to win anything undersized against the Lakers. That team won the championship. Yeah, that's true. So it's valid there. Why is that valid? They still struggled against the OKC team, like he said, right before. Russ wasn't playing in that series. He only played like like two games. But just like you said, they were a bad shot away from the OKC series. Like, it was the same thing for in this OKC series. Like, the Lou Dort block, like. I mean, we're both making valid points. I don't think we're, either of us are like way off you know i'm just as far as the 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 lakers situation i feel like there's a lot of blame not just on russ like it was valid for him to feel the way he was feeling it was so much coming in my thing is at the end of the day 
we're not winning with Russell Westbrook on this team, straight up. Like, I'll bet a good amount of money that that will never Okay, but happen. you said if, if they all were all healthy, if all three stars were healthy, that y'all had still contention chances. You said that yeah, on the show. Yeah, I'm, if you have LeBron James on your team, of course, you always have a chance. Of course. But now you're I saying with him, with Russ and AD, that y'all don't. Is that what you're saying? I don't. I don't think so. No, I don't think this team is going to win anything. And you're just going based team. off what you saw from last season. Yes. Okay. I mean, and that's, that's all you really can go. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I mean, no, I know. That's, obviously, that's, going that's into the season, I know, but if you change your mind, I just need the clarification. That's it. That's yeah, yeah, that's yeah. all. Yeah, that's all we've seen one year so far. So what what do you think will happen now with this situation? Because it's been long drawn out. Personally, like even though I just said that, I think it's gonna be the same team. I, I really do. I, I think we're gonna run it nah. back with the same. You gotta convince team. Julio that right now. <laughs> nah, ain't no way. I think the Kyrie thing don't work out. What I'm praying for don't work out. They're gonna go to Indiana and try to get a package for Miles and Buddy, and because Russ, bro, he already said he don't want to be there. I just don't see them bringing him back and then him falling out with his agent. I don't know because of him saying he doesn't want to be there and his agent wanted to sign him back with the Lakers. I think that's pretty big. I think that's a big thing. If Russ don't want to be there, they're not going to want him there. It's not even like, I I get what you're saying, but like Indiana has like a pretty solid young core. Why would they even want to do that? Honestly, they got these guys on the trade block though. But I, but okay, yeah, but that's fine. You trade them, but why are you you're gonna yield fucking uh, Halliburton's growth, Matherin's growth? Like these are this one like, year. They're not they're not about to win next year anyways, and then they could use that cap space to sign somebody big the next year. That's all I can think of. It's not much that teams are look there's not many teams <laughs> that are looking for the size like I, Charlotte. I think there's not a lot of teams looking for Russ. That's the thing. Yeah, that's, that's why. What, that's, 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 that's why. That's what I'm saying too. That's what. But that's why I think. I think it's gonna be. We gonna run it back. Unfortunately, I hope I'm wrong. But what do you think, Rudy? I could see Miami. Maybe if they don't get Donovan, I could see them trying to get Russ. Because look, you're getting a guy that's going full force, hundred percent, hundred and ten percent every night, and I don't. I don't feel like the fit next to Jimmy Butler and Bam is not. It's. It could work. It could. I don't see that happening though. I don't think Pat Riley's gonna want Russell. Like, there. But would you rather have Lowry? Three point three because three, of the, three point shooting on because of the man. accountability. Like Jason said, he doesn't admit when he messes up. I think anything. Russ and, and Pat would see eye to eye. Like I think he would love that. It's two guys that know. stand on ten toes. Like they're not backing down from each other. They're gonna see eye to eye to me. I think they'll collide, crash heads. I mean, we saw Normally, Jimmy Butler arguing with. You, 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 Donis Haslam and the coach, and they were fine. Yeah, no, nah, that's that's a different. That's Jimmy Butler. He was actually producing though. Russ hasn't <laughs> even done that. This has been behind the scenes. So, would you rather have Kyle Lowry or Russell Westbrook? Russell Westbrook, Jason. But on my team, he wants Jason. Would rather have Kyle Lowry. I mean, in terms of fit. Yeah, like, in terms of fit, it's different. I don't know, man. Overall player. <laughs> if he's healthy, if Kyle Lowry is healthy, I'm going with Lowry. In terms of fit for the Miami Heat. That's what I'm saying. Y'all wouldn't mind that trade. I would. You or, would? Nah, I'm saying like, I, I don't I don't I don't, I don't like think it. that I don't think the Heat would do that. That's my thing. Yeah, I don't think they would. I wouldn't even like it really for the Lakers either. I'd rather have Russ. I'd rather have Miami. I think they would rather have Russ. He's an Iron Man. He's gonna play all the games. 
Give me Russ if I'm Miami, man. If that's all I can do to improve. I'm not saying that's my number one, you know, objective here. But if they could make that happen, I don't see them, you know, being too shy away from doing that. I, the other team I could see, and, and I'll throw this out there, maybe OKC. Maybe they give up a few picks. They could nah, take them back. Hey, way. it's a good story, no man. It's Someone's got to love Russ. Someone's got to love it. Russ. Russ will play in OKC for a one-day contract. They have that's no when, that's use when Russ... for him for what they're trying they to don't do. Need they have to. no use for him. They're not going to be good anyway. It's going to be a team like Charlotte or something. Some exactly. Trying it's to get a lot of cap space. They, but OKC already got that cap space. I know exactly. That's why his contract picks. would work. They don't. They're not going to win a bunch of games anyways. They probably still be a low. Like maybe you don't win 20, 25 games. That's going to stunt their development. Oh, I know what it is. Throw what they're trying to do all the way off. I think it would. Russ is a ball dominant player, and they got to develop like all of their guys. They're all young stars. Besides SGA, everybody's basically being developed. Mm-hmm. I don't think they would want to do that over there. So where does Russ fit? He's got to fit somewhere. I don't know, bro. Like he fits in somewhere like the Knicks that wants to sell tickets that know they're not going to be a real playoff contender. As somewhere like the Knicks. You want, to, you want more people to come to the games or a small market team, any small market team, but the Knicks just tend to be doing that kind of stuff where they get a player, you know, they're looking at the ticket sales and stuff like that. And that's probably – he's entertainment at this point, and that's what he brings. Would you trade D'Angelo Russell for Russell Westbrook? No, nah, I'd, rather I'd rather have Russell Westbrook. Minnesota? That, that, might. Could, that might work. Minnesota would probably want that, but I think D'Lo's value dropped a lot. He's definitely not as viable. Well, if you look at the contract, last two years, I think it dropped a lot. It probably peaked when he was on the Nets. Yeah, he was an all star with the Nets. So, yeah. Do you think the Lakers would improve with Russell and the Timberwolves would improve with Russ Westbrook? I could see that. I mean, I haven't seen anything about it. I'm just throwing out teams here. I think he's a better fit. Yeah. I don't think Minnesota would do that, honestly. Yeah, I'm, I don't. I don't know about. I'm that. trying to find a home for the man. All right, I, that's why I said somewhere I that back. I, don't I think, think he a has market right. team, bro. He brings ticket sales for sure. Utah, sure. I Mitchell, guess. Mitchell for Russ. Oh yeah, yeah. Can, yeah. They, they I know y'all that. would love that. That'd be oh, perfect. Yeah, we would That'd love be perfect. <laughs> we would love that, but I don't see the only realistic options are the Spurs and Charlotte. Ooh. Yeah, this is Indi- or Indiana. It's tough, but it's not that and bad. Those are somebody the only would teams w- that have been in talks about it. Somebody would take them. Yeah, definitely. there's somebody out there, bro. I need y'all to have a little more faith than Russ. The Spurs, the Spurs, especially yeah, the you, Spurs Jason. or Charlotte. Yeah, he's yeah. With, he's on brand with uh, Jordan too. Yeah, I, could, I mean. The whole Miles Bridges thing, <laughs> you know, Jordan might be on some man. Just bring Russell over here. We could sell more tickets because this season's basically screwed, anyways. Maybe there you go. I don't know Charlotte. how Michael Jordan is thinking. I don't really throw care me, about the throw Hornets. Me, throw us like oh, he's a money. Throw maker. us like Terry Rozier and PJ Washington or something. And, and Miles Bridges. Um, that would be a, such a sad trade. He's a free agent. I don't know about Miles Bridges, bro. Hey, he's in L.A. He got caught in L.A. You think Miles LeBron can clean him up? Oh, yeah, for sure. You can get him right? He ain't he listening to LeBron. Right. 
He probably thinks he's better than LeBron, bro. <laughs> nah, he's going to, yeah. Well, I don't know. If he didn't listen to Jordan, he's probably not going to listen to LeBron. Nah, That's the lifestyle he wants to live. Like, uh, did y'all see that tweet he quoted, like, a little bit before he got arrested and somebody was like, NBA players don't come from the trenches no more? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he quoted, he was like, man, y'all just be saying anything. Like, he wants to be that kind of guy. Like, yeah. It's, just, yeah. it's not the right mentality so, for him. Him and John. Yeah. He needs yeah, to go the DeMar DeRozan route and just kind of just change humble. up that path. Yeah, like DeMar DeRozan, he, I think, came from gangs, right? He was, he was part of yeah. that gang lifestyle. Yeah, he was in Compton. Yeah, and he's he realized that he's got this bag in this career. Like, why mess it up? Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of guys that came from that shoot. Yeah. Like Jimmy Butler, too. John Wall. Yeah, John Wall. Yeah, John Wall, Jimmy Butler. These guys came from nothing. I don't even know Miles Bridges' background, to be honest. But, yeah, that... Mentality is definitely not it. Yeah, and being in Charlotte, a place with no accountability, is just, it's not good for him. Like yeah. I said, I don't think he's playing in the NBA anymore. We shall see. All right, so we're going to move on to some football stuff. I'm going to let my man Jason take over for this. All right, boys, continuing on with our top 10 list uh, this week, we're kicking it to the NFL. We're going with the top 10 NFL tight ends heading into the 2022 season. So I'll start with my man, Rudy. What's your top 10 list looking like? All right. I respect going first. All right. So number 10, I'm going to start from number 10. Number 10, I'm going TJ Hawkinson. He is coming off a down year, but the Lions, I think the Lions fans should expect for him to at least get 600 yards and five touchdowns. I think that's, that's respectable. And honestly, with tight ends, the tier is just not, there's really a big drop off once you start in that ten nine after and, six yeah like really after I'll six yeah after six yeah it gets tough so respect to TJ Hawkinson I think he made most people's top tens and I mean I think setting six hundred yards five touchdowns that's that's a good expectation for him yeah yeah it's not setting the bar too high or anything no not at all that's solid yeah and number nine I have Mike Sicky he lines up in the slot a lot but at his position he's arguably a top five talent. He's had back-to-back mm-hmm. seasons with over 700 yards. I think putting him at number nine is very respectable. For sure. At number eight, I got Hunter Henry. He's had 50 receptions, uh, over 600 yards with nine touchdowns. So he could be eight, nine, or ten. Uh, but putting him at Charger eight. Charger legend. Yeah, but putting him at eight, it just ended up, this is where I had him. So I yeah. I could put him at, I could, I could, I almost switched him to nine and put Jasicki over him. What do you, what would you think about that? Should should I have done that? This like last batch of guys, honestly, like Hunter Henry didn't even make my list. I was trying to get him on there, but he's one oh. of those like once you get to like that eight to thirteen range, like it's kind of like I was about pick, to say, yeah, he's choose good who you to want, be, honestly. Yeah, he's good to be anywhere like <clears throat> after seven. There. I don't I don't think he should be any higher though. For no, sure. Yeah, no way, like, no way, no no higher than that, definitely. Yeah, so at seven and up is where it gets a little. Tougher, but I have Dallas Goddard. Last year, he showed he can be very reliable. Had over 800 yards. He had 15 yards per reception, which is that's pretty yeah. good, man. That's so a first down and a half every catch. Yeah, hell yeah. And you know, with the quarterback he has, he's probably going to see a lot of the of the targets. Yeah. So it's it's. I don't think it's bad to have him here at seven. I think most people would. Number mm-hmm. six, I got Dalton Schultz. He's Dak's security blanket. He possibly could be his favorite target this season. 
He's coming off 78 receptions over 800 yards. He definitely will be higher this season as he it, as he is at least the number two option. Last year, uh, you could argue he was, but with Cooper, Gallup, and Lamb there, he was probably third most days. Yeah. At number five, I got Darren Waller. When healthy, he had back-to-back over 100, over 1,100 yards and 90 receptions, but his production is probably going to go down because you had Devontae Adams there. Renfro yeah. kind of broke out. Number four, I got Kyle Pitts. He's arguably the most talented tight end, but I couldn't put him higher than the next three guys. He had 68 receptions, 1,026 yards. He only had one touchdown. I do think he mm-hmm. will have more. He didn't. He's just the red zone targets just weren't really there. But like I said, I gotta, he, I don't got to do much to beat that. But yeah, he should. Yeah, he should get at least five. He should get. I think he'll get at least five. Number three, I got Mark Andrews. Coming off a season with 107 receptions, 1,361 yards, and nine touchdowns, he's got to be top three. There's no way. I mean, he could even get better yeah, you're than this. Gonna, you're definitely going to have people saying he's too low still, honestly. For, there's no way. He's not too low. He could ha- And he could have an even better season than the one he just had. Yeah. And then number two, I got George Kittle. When healthy, at two seasons over 80 receptions and 1K <laughs> yards. And he, to me, he is the best blocking tight end in the NFL. Yeah, and then at number one, there's no debate. Is Travis Kelsey since 2016, he's had over 80 receptions a season and over a thousand yards, and he has the best hands in the league at his position, and probably like top ten in the league. So that's my Most number. Facts. Yeah, that's my top like ten it. list for tight ends. That's solid. Left a couple guys off, man. I think I left a couple guys off. Couple All right, guys little, off. Who, who wants to go next? I'll go ahead. <clears throat> All right, my top time, top 10 tight ends heading into the 2022 season. Number 10, I got TJ Hawkinson for all the points that Rudy made. I think in terms of talent, he's right up there. Uh, it's just, you know, quarterback play isn't the best and just the situation. But, it, again, good enough to be a top 10 tight end. I got to go TJ Hawkinson. Number nine, I got to put Dawson Knox, man. He's in one of the best situations in football. How how you not have Dawson Knox in, man? I just feel like he's gotten worse every year. Ah, man, I don't know. That quarterback play's been going up, and I, I feel like he had a really good season last year. I don't have the numbers, but I, I know he was a touchdown monster for sure. And I, yeah, I agree with you. He's, he's, he's that red zone threat for them, so I definitely got to put him there. I'm going to get slandered <laughs> for not having him on mine. Yeah, number eight, I'm going with Dalton Schultz. Um, could say that's a little low, but – um, number eight tight end. I, I just don't he's a solid player, good talent. My thing with him just not being higher. I think that all the other guys ahead of him will just outperform him straight up. Like my next guy, number seven, Zach Ertz, especially with DeAndre Hopkins being not there for the first um what six weeks. And he, he built up some great chemistry with Kyler Murray, man. It was Zach Ertz. That was a big move in getting getting Ertz over there. So I think he comes with an a a really good season, several touchdown catches, maybe like six, seven hundred yards. I could definitely see that from Zach Ertz. Old, but still doing it at a yeah, high. Yeah, I was level. gonna say he's getting old. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. Um, number six, I gotta go Dallas Goddard. Again, the same reason you pointed out. Uh Jalen Hurts isn't not maybe not that he doesn't like to go down the field. He just doesn't really have the arm talent for mm-hmm. it. So he does like to see those guys that are quickly over the middle, go to those security blankets like a Dallas Goddard. And again, like you said, uh, 15 yards for catch. He, he's got great talent there. So going Do- Dallas Goddard at six, number five, Darren Waller. 
in terms of talent, he might be top two in the league. But again, just his targets are going to be taken away. He's no longer the most dangerous guy on the field for that Raiders team. Again, still very effective. Hopefully he can stay healthy. Uh, number five, Darren Waller. Four, Kyle Pitts. Again, I think he has all the talent in the world to be a top three tight end. It's just these top threes are some beasts, and I don't think they're ready to take a step back yet. But I do see a, a bright future in Atlanta when it comes to Kyle Pitts. That brings me to number three. I'm going George Kittle. He's 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 a monster, man. He's everything you want in the tight end. He just doesn't have the health consistency and fact. That, that's that's mostly the main thing, honestly. When he's on the field, he's a monster. The quarterback plays probably on the low end. That's maybe what keeps him from, you know, having much bigger, a uh, much bigger impact on games. Because I feel like down the line in those playoff games, I feel like I couldn't even find uh, George Kittle in some of those games. So I hopefully, they, hopefully they find him more in in these, uh, integrate him more in the game plan. So yeah, number three, George Kittle. Number two, I'm going with Mark Andrews. Man, he's probably in the best situation out of all these guys. Again, you got a guy. It's pretty similar, like in Philly with Jalen Hurts, except Lamar is a much better thrower than Jalen Hurts, but he's also a quarterback again. He will throw it deep, but again, he likes to play it safe, play it close to the line of scrimmage. And Mark Andrews is one of the best guys in terms of just a security blanket. If you know you can get him the ball, he will make the catch. And you get him so well in space, he can he can do a little something. So he's going to get a bulk of that the that offensive load. So I got to go with Mark Andrews, number two. And again, like you said, number one, Travis Kelsey. He's been the gold standard when it comes to tight end the past five years thousand yards every year it seems like he does that in his sleep so i don't think there's any disputing that and with tyreek being gone and actually i believe tyreek got the most uh targets this past season so guess who's getting all the targets this upcoming season it will be travis kelsey he should be a very high pick in fantasy football because he, he's going to be that dude in, in kc so number one travis kelsey all right, let's hear from our boy Julio. I like that list. I do respect that list a lot, Jason. Thank you, sir. Yep. All right. So my top 10 tight ends going to the next season at no, the number 10 spot, I got Zach Ertz. The consistency and everything you guys said. Yeah. And then number nine spot, Dawson Knox. Great red zone thread. I like it. Number eight, I got Dalton Schultz. And number seven, TJ Hawkinson. Six, Dallas Goldert. Five, Kyle Pitts. And then I got Mark Andrews at the number four spot. Pretty low. Uh, pretty low. I know for some guys, and I love Mark Andrews. I think his targets will go up and everything, but I just see more you like from. The, you like the guys ahead of him? Yeah, going into next season. I respect it. At number three, I got Darren Waller. I got him pretty high compared to you guys' list. I think he's actually going to go up in production, maybe not as many targets, but mm -hmm. with Devontae Adams there, I can, I'm. I think he's gonna go crazy yeah, next he's gonna, year. I he's, think gonna, he's gonna, gonna be have, a he's gonna be a matchup nightmare, man. Because he'll, yeah, he'll match up with a linebacker with, or a safety. With Adams there now, he's not the only guy, the best guy on the field to throw it to like he was last year. I think it's actually gonna help him improve. That's why I have Darren Waller at my three, and number two, George Kittle, of course, top yes, easily top in everybody's top three. He was all, in our top threes. 
And then at the one spot, like everybody said, Travis Kelsey, you can't go wrong with Travis Kelsey. He's been what you the epitome of a tight end. What you would want at, as a, any team would take Does him. Does it all. Does it yeah. all. Yeah, and he's consistent. He's in his prime, and he's already in GOAT debates as a tight end. As a tight end, yeah. That tells you what you need to know. Honorable mention, I had Rob Gronkowski, if he does decide to come back. Yeah, I saw him. If he was active, he would have been top six, honestly. If he was active, would he have been in y'all's top ten? Yeah, I would have had him at the seventh spot. Absolutely. You're putting him over... Schultz and Goddard. Over Schultz, Knox, and Ertz. Over Dallas Goddard, too. Yeah. Mm, Goddard's better. I think I'm on Gronk. Six, seven, man. He would be right there. Gronk is still an elite run blocker, too. He is. And I told you, like, I think he might come back. But I just don't, like, over a full season? Over better than than Schultz or Goddard? I don't see it, man. Because I could see even Jacecki breaking out and being a top six tight end. Because he has you the talent. Think, you got to take into account that, that chemistry he has with Brady. If yeah. All this is a yeah, he does. Of course, if he was playing. Yeah, if he but was. I don't think his usage will be high enough. Like, he would miss too much. Like, was he a top? Well, he, well, he was top 10 this past season. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was good. a top 10. So again, the only thing holding him back, and the only thing holding him back his entire career was the health. Yeah, they just, they beat the hell out of Gronk on the, on the field, man. Yeah. They beat the hell out of him. Yeah, they yeah. did. I did have he embraced it. it. Yeah, he did. The only issue I have with Jason's list was I I still got to put George Kittle at number two. I know he has the health issues, but if it's a projection and you're projecting they're both healthy, Kittle's better, man. He's who'd you have at the number two spot? Mark Andrews. Oh yeah, I love Mark Andrews. Bro, I had him. At he has great hands. Spot. He has okay, great I'll, hands. Oh, fair point. I'll rebut with this. Who is the any other respectable receiving option there in Baltimore? I'll wait. Uh, they had it was Hollywood. Yeah, they He's had gone. Hollywood. He's gone. Now. Like I said, I'll I'll wait. Go yeah, no, nah, I can't. I Rashad know. Bateman. He's a decent, nah. but you know, Kittle. If Debo is not there, then you know, all you got is Brandon Ayuk. Ayuk's nice, man. He is, but yeah. then, but but if he leaves, Kittle's number one option. That's exactly the the position Andrews is in right now, though. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah, but you would have the better quarterback. And I've seen it this uh, this past season. You like, not even you can make the case. The best tight end last season was Mark Andrews, straight up. Statistically, it was. Statistically, yes. But talent, yeah. talent, bro. Kittle, Travis Kelsey, Kelsey and Cle- they clear, the bro. No, yeah, talent. Yeah, no. George, Even talent, Kittle's Kyle Pitts clears on talent. Yeah, he might. He's probably number one. Honestly, yeah, talent. I had. The he just highest. has the shit quarterback. Darren Waller, I yeah, almost put him. Um, he's older. Him you almost had Waller too. Yeah, I almost had. Uh, it's a little Are too even... much. He's not fast and as fast as he used to be. Bro, he is. He can. He's the only guy out of all these guys can, that can actually be the focal point of an offense. I feel like. No, Kittle can. No, the, hey? all the top four guys can. Kelsey, yeah. Andrews. <sighs> Andrews only is is because there is nobody there. The only guy we've seen do it is probably Darren Waller. Mark Andrews, man. He does it every year. I know, but it's only because he had. Yeah, he did have Hollywood over there. I mean, it's arguable. I can't. It's arguable with Andrews, maybe Pitts because he's young, but over Kittle and Kelsey, no. I know you're not saying Kelsey, but you're saying Kittle. 
yeah, it's no, not close. Not close yeah. and Waller. I, I do, I do like the argument you made though in terms of Waller having a good year because teams don't get I to think focus he's in gonna, on him. Yeah, anymore. I think he's gonna go crazy. He's not that old. He's like twenty nine. Nah, he missed a few years for some off the field issues, but his talent has never been in question. I've just seen him slow down a bit. That was my He's only crazy issue. athlete. Yeah, and the injuries, too. He, he is a guy who gets injured a good amount, which, again, Mark Andrews is not. So, true. Yeah, that's true. That's that true. That is true. And he does have the better quarterback between uh, um, Andrew, Andrews and, and the Pitts. That was what gave me the edge there. Oh, because I Pitts is more. T- no, 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 no. I'm talking about Mark. I'm talking about Lamar Jackson versus. Uh, uh, what about Lamar versus Carr? Lamar, mm, it's close, bro. It's really close. They're ten and nine to me. How you feel about Russ in the NBA is how I feel about Lamar in the NFL. Like disrespect is crazy. I'm telling you, you gotta you gotta run this Lamar agenda this upcoming yeah, season. Yeah, it's crazy. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta carry. It. There's nothing wrong with that. Because a lot of better. A lot of people call him no arm Lamar. That's, yeah, he a can. Lot of people he, call him a lot of things. He's been getting mad. Son, oh, they call that man Lamar B one. Some people <laughs> don't even got him in their top ten like that. I mean, he wasn't on the top ten from the list. Yeah, we talked about last it. week. That's that's ridiculous. That was ridiculous. It's crazy. He does. He can chunk it down the field. He's just not as accurate. That's something yeah. he just has to work on. He's still young. Yeah, but over Dak and who? And, else? I mean, and hey, I was on your side. No man. way. Yeah. Even Deshaun, but I would take over Kyler over Lamar. I haven't even seen Kyler. Over I'm taking Kyler over Lamar. Over Kyler, bro. Yes, I, I am, bro. This talk started. It needs oh. to stop. It needs to stop. There's no way. Kyler Murray's more talented overall. Like his game is more complete. Nah, he's Kyler a better Murray thrower of the ball. Kyler he's more accurate. Never. He might. Never. He you might. Unanimous MVP. Who? Oh, Lamar. I mean, has to that's do tough. Become but... a little more accurate, and he'd be. The perfect quarterback, like no weaknesses. Yeah, he just has to become like yeah, slightly a bit better more accurate. I think Kyler can read offenses better. This he can read defenses better. Because honestly, in terms I don't of, think he can read better than than Lamar. In terms of running ability, I feel like the top two are Kyler and Lamar. But I feel like Lamar is on a tier of his own. Like, but he's still yeah. he's number two, but he's also a tier below him. That's how good of a runner that Lamar. Jackson well, I think is. Lamar Jackson has dropped out of that top tier because if you like combine Lamar and Kyler, you get a Josh Allen. And I don't think either of those guys really come close oh, to that. Nah. I'm, I'm just talking about strictly running ability. No, Obviously, I know, but I'm just talking about overall game. Like neither of those guys, oh, those guys are in that tier behind, like the oh, Allen yeah. if you, and Herbert. If you bring in the whole that. thing. Oh yeah, yeah. I was just talking both about of those guys ability. are in the other tier. There's wow. some people who will say Lamar's in that top five tier, but he's not. He's right there. And Kyler can break into it. I think he or can. Where you? Where about do you have him, Julio? Like seven, I'd have him probably in the seven spot. I so you're take, taking you're taking Rogers. You're Rogers, taking Russell, Josh Allen, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. I'll take Matt Stafford Just over Herbert. Just Herbert, Matt Stafford. Yeah, give me Matt. By you, Julio. I'd have to, that's a tough one. Like Matt, I know he just came off that Super Bowl, but honestly, give me Lamar. Lamar, okay, Derek Carr. My bad. Keep Russell going. Wilson. Russell Wilson. I'm yeah, taking Russ. That's, that's five for you. Um, Derek Carr. No, nah, I'm taking Lamar. <sighs> that one is Joe so Burrow. tough to me, man. I'm taking Lamar over Burrow too. Who am I forgetting? Help me already. 
Uh, there was Derek Carr in there. Dak Prescott. No, we already beat on that one. I know. You you took Deshaun. You said Deshaun Watson. Was, I don't know. I wouldn't take Deshaun Tom, Watson. Tom Brady. Right now in his. Nah, like if I'm starting a team, I'm taking Lamar. <laughs> nah, just, just right now. Give me Brady. Who's better right now? Who's better right, right, right now? Tom Brady. Brady. Yeah. So that's that's six for you. So and then you. I'd put him at the seven. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't think anybody else you would pick over him. Nah, I can't oh, think yeah. of anybody. Top I would. Pick over. Lamar, Lamar, top seven man. This could be your agenda. Yeah, definitely. He should definitely be in everybody's top ten. He'd be my number nine or ten, depending yeah. on what day it is. He's, yeah, he's definitely top ten. All right, I yeah. That. Cool. Yeah, so that's gonna wrap up our 2022 tight end rankings. Good list, boys. All right, so we're gonna continue on something we've been doing—a little fun exercise. We are going to predict two potential <laughs> Super Bowl contenders. We're Sounds going like with a, like a teachers. <laughs> we're gonna go with the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, we got the champs for it uh, last season. So let me go ahead and pull up the schedule for y'all, and we'll go through this ourselves and see what their record is going to be. Rams back to back. Hell no. Back to back to back or a potential Super Bowl hangover, which tends to happen. Boys drunk. (laughs) It can't happen. (laughs) They didn't really change too much. That's usually how it goes. So that people are going to people were saying that about the bucks last year, they're supposed to be, uh, cause they have everybody on the same, Contracts. Yeah. They they brought everybody back. It was the exact same team, and for whatever reason, it just doesn't work like that. Let me just say this real quick. That dude, I forget his first name, but Tart from the 49ers. They were, Tart. they were a pick away from losing that game. That's football. Jimmy man. G would have a Super Bowl. I'm sick, bro. Jimmy G would not have a yes, Super Bowl. Yes, he would. That You're one, a Jimmy that G one. fan or what? Yeah, that 49ers team whatever. would kill that Bengals team, bro. It's a random ass dude to be a fan of. Yeah, I don't Jimmy get G, it. Jimmy G, good guy. He was he was consistent. He's a good guy. So, he's a you met him or what? <laughs> nah, just from what I've seen. <laughs> oh, okay. I would All like right. to though. Would love to All interview right. him. <clears throat> yeah. All right, let's I was let's curious. go ahead and collectively predict this upcoming Rams. Uh, 2022 season so week one what a coincidence we got the Buffalo Bills I get the Bills I got the Bills I'm gonna go Bills Mafia I'm counting wins on my hand just so you know it is is in LA does that change y'all's answer no (sighs) nah Bills too OP week two got the Atlanta Falcons that's a W that's a W W easy week three at Arizona that's a win. W. It's a W. Week four at San Francisco. That's a W. I'm going L. You going L? I think I think I'm going L too. Okay. All right. Man, I don't know if you really believe in this Jimmy G guy. Every time he's I not going to be playing. Yeah, I'm, every I've time I pick, big on him. Oh no! He's, every time I pick San Francisco on these things, he looks at me like I'm crazy. But he's like, not going to be playing. <laughs> uh, are you sure? I'm not. Well, I'm at least right now. I'm not too sure. Well, yeah, if Jimmy G plays, I'll take the win. So, so you just really believe in Jimmy G that much? You don't believe in Trey Lance at all? I haven't seen him. I've only seen him a couple games. What do you think? He was okay. What they beat the Texans? That's not impressive. Okay. <laughs> so what's that? <laughs> two wins so far. Team. Hell, and I ain't my team. I mean, uh, it kind of my team. 
That was three, <laughs> wasn't it? Uh, go over it real quick again because I I lost track. Bills, Falcons, Cardinals, Niners. So we got them at three wins so far. Yeah. Week, <clears throat> week five, Dallas Cowboys. L. W. W. Why is that an L? Why was that you, so quick? You know why, man. Cowboys. No, no, I, no, I don't know why. Why is that an L? <laughs> Where is the game at? Uh, L.A. Ooh, about to hand them a loss in L.A. Crazy. Week man. six, Carolina. That's a dub. W. W. Week seven, bye. Week eight, San Francisco 49ers. I think W this time. W. All right. W. Week nine at the Bucks. L. L. W. You're outnumbered here. Uh, fortunately. Week 10, Cardinals. I can see a split. I'm going W, w. for the Cardinals. <clears throat> Have you picked an L yet? No. Yeah, the 49ers. <laughs> oh, one. yeah, he did. Oh, okay, okay. He did, he did. Um, but no, nah, I see them beating them. All right, week 11 at the Saints. Wait, wait, wait Jason, oh, who'd wait, you have? You, yeah, because Rudy said W for the Cardinals. Cardinals, so. yeah. Uh, oh, so that's, that's technically an L. <laughs> yeah, it's L. My bad, L. L. It's <laughs> uh, W. All right. Okay, so you broke that one. So there's six wins right now. Week 11 at the Saints. I got a loss. I got a loss. Like the Saints this year. Yeah, I had to think about that one for a while. I could see a L. Ooh, week 12 at the Chiefs. L. It's, a, it's a W. I'm going to take a W. Week 13, Seahawks. W. w. Easy. Big W. Week 14, Las Vegas Raiders. L. W. L. Hell yeah. I'm going to go with the upset on that one. That ain't I mean, an upset. It's not, yeah, it's not really a it's not an upset to me. <clears throat> they would be the underdogs. Week 15 at the pack. L. L. That's an L. Mm, w. Week 16, Broncos. L. Ooh, that's going to be a fun game. This game is on um, Nickelodeon. <laughs> oh, snap. Damn, that's a big factor right there. It's prime yeah, time football. I got to think about that one. <laughs> yeah. Slime time. Um, uh, that's going to be a good game. That's going to be a good game. I'm going L, too. I mean, I'm already on numbers, so. Yeah. But I was going to go W. <clears throat> Week 17 at Chargers. L. B. Big, Big L. 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 Big L. And to finish off the season, we got at Seattle with a W. That's a w. w. Yeah. If, and if I kind of right, that's only nine wins we got them winning. We had L on Damn, this. yeah, they did go we on had, like a four game because they have Chargers next. Yeah, we had them nine yeah. wins, I'm telling you. And then Seahawks. That was w. nine. Yeah, that's nine wins. I counted that's it right. That's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. So the Diving Deep Show is predicting nine wins for the L.A. Rams. <laughs> and I yeah, have no is, problem with it at all. This schedule is tough. It's man. a very it tough, a tough schedule. schedule. I was about to say, they're, I don't know. They're, they might have one of the toughest schedules. They have like two Deserving, easy though. games. They have two easy games. Man. I mean, Honestly. they got to get tested. They're the Super Bowl champs. Yeah, hell yeah, Let's man. see what they got. Frauds. Nah, I wouldn't say fraud. To I me, they are. Well-deserved. Okay, so this being the record, but how do you like their chances in the playoffs? 
in the playoffs, they can perform and they, they have an easier really lose much. They, yeah, they have an easier conference because uh, AFC is going to be way tougher. Obviously, is it still just a two-team race, man? Is it Bucks Rams? See the Bucks winning, man. Packers just can't do the, it. I could see the Rams beating the Bucks, man. Because I just don't see any other serious teams. If the man, Eagles like, take a bit, if Jalen Hurts can take that leap, it could be not possible. Beating the Rams, though. You yeah, don't know I, that, man. They got stomped. I, and I know, I know it's a new year, but they got stomped by the Bucks in the playoffs last year. But it's not too if unfair to say they could make a the jump playoffs, if they can even get in. I have no money in the division. They're definitely going to be in the playoffs to me. Nah, they're not beating the Rams or the Bucks. To me, it's a two-team race in the NFC. It's between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the <clears throat> Los Angeles Rams. And they're not even if they get there, they're not beating any of the AFC teams. We'll see, but that's gonna uh, that's, that's gonna, gonna be close. That's gonna wrap up our Rams season prediction. Next up, we're gonna go with a potential Super Bowl matchup. We're gonna go bring up the Buffalo Bills. All right, so predicting the Buffalo Bills regular season for next season, week one, we got the Los Angeles Rams. We had them at a win, so we got to cut that win. It's a W. <clears throat> week two, Titans at home. It's a w. win. It's a W. Week three at Miami. L. W. W. Damn. Week four at Baltimore. L. We're going L. Damn. Yeah. I don't know. I don't what know. You got what I you mean, it doesn't heard? matter, but I was going to say W. I hear that. Week five, Steelers. That's w. a W. Week six at the Chiefs. Give me a W. The revenge game. Give me a W. That's a W. Go on, W. Week seven by week eight, Packers. W. L. 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 Why? Packers are just regular season beasts. They're, they're cold weather team, man. They'll be right in their element. All right. Week nine at the Jets. W. L. Oh, man. I got an L. I thought that was easy. I got an L. No way. Upset. Well, that's upset. crazy. Out of L. So what are we at real quick? How many wins they got right now? Hey. Uh, right now we got six. Six? Okay. That's crazy. When that game comes up, remind me so I can put some money on it. Uh, hey, they, right. they, lost, they lost to the Jaguars last year, man. It's not. It the Chargers lost to the Texans. I know it, it can, can happen. happen. Can happen. It, anything can happen. Week 10, Vikings. W. 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 Week 11, Browns. W. W. Browns going to be all over the place. Yeah, I got a W. Week 12 at Detroit. W. I got a L. W. W. I think oh, they. I know, but that would have been y'all choosing like the sorriest teams <laughs> in the league twice. With L. Hey, Troy was not as bad as their nah, record they, showed last year. No, I think. And I the think, Jets made a big. I leap. think they lose to the Jets and then they go on a win streak out there. Like, all right, we're not losing no shit like that again. So I think. Yeah, yeah I won't argue with that. But wake up call uh, of the season. Uh, all right. All right. So they're saying that nine right now. Week 13 at New England. W. W. Week 14, Jets. W. It's a W. 
Come be. on, Rudy. <laughs> They're not going to win twice. Hey, Jets could split, man. The Jets could split. Yeah, y'all already got them winning the first game. Oh, okay, my bad. <laughs> Lions, yeah, yeah, my bad. Lions was the one. I, yeah. yeah, you're good. Yeah, that was the second one, yeah. Week 15, Dolphins. I got w. Dolphins sweeping them, bro. Oh, hey, outnumber me. I'm just telling you what I'm... That's a W. Right. The sweep okay. is crazy. Week 16 at Chicago. W. 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 Week 17 at the Bengals. That's a dub. L. It's a W. A dub. Okay. Uh, week, week 18, Patriots. I'm going L. W. I'll give them a W. I think that's a late game. Very last game of the season. We know like our starters get rested those last couple games. That is true. I, see but that. The, I think even those like still win. That puts them at 15. Wins. Hey, that's pretty good, man. That's, that's a good ass. That's the best that's record in the a, league. Yeah, that's a crazy record, bro. I mean, but so, that's not. They it's might not crazy at all. Those. Yeah, they with will. That schedule they got is not crazy. That's they why I think really the Dolphins sweeping them is not crazy. I'm That'll give them I'm three losses. Say you're really high on the Dolphins, man. I like we the Dolphins. I like the Jets. I like the Lions. I like you some of these. Had them at twelve wins. I would have them at probably 13, 12, Yeah. Yeah, twelve. But that's low balling, you know. They're they're definitely gonna exceed expectations, man. They up wow. they upgraded their roster even more. So Josh only, Allen's only getting better by the year. Yeah, and yeah. all we had to worry about was that run game, and it should be better. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That defense was still they had a top defense last year. You couldn't really tell that last game of the season against the Chiefs, but that's still a very good defense. And so. then they add Von Miller. Advon yeah. Gabe Davis is going to improve. They got a Gabe lot of Davis, stuff. Yeah, so. Which, again, you were kind of sleeping on Dawson Knox. He actually had yeah, a career year last year. He'll be good. Me, leave, yeah. He was a number 11 for me. It was tough. Feel that. All right, so we're good on that. Okay. So, yeah, that's going to yeah. close out our Rams and Bills season predictions. So, Rams, we ended with... Nine wins. Rams, we had what? Nine and eight? Nine, nine wins. And then um, Bills, we ended with 15 wins. They clear two. the Rams. I mean, yeah. They yeah, do have the easier schedule. But the schedule, I was, yeah, was going to say, is a big tough. difference. That's a tough. Yeah. I didn't realize how tough the Rams schedule was. That's a prove-it schedule. <laughs> that's what, yeah. yeah, that's what you got to give them when they're coming off a Super Bowl win. Yeah. All right, so we're going to close out the show. Well, actually, we're not. We have more after this. I forgot, <laughs> but I forgot to. Put it on here. We're doing our Mount Rushmore again. On this episode's edition, we are doing two-way wings. So, what should I go first or someone else want to go first? Go ahead, Rudy. All right, so for my Mount Rushmore of two-way wings, starting off with LeBron James. He's a four-time NBA champ, four-time finals MVP, four-time regular season MVP, 18-time All-Star, 18-time All-NBA, six-time All-Defense, one-time scoring leader and one-time assist leader. So when you think of two-way players, not just people tend to think about the defense more, but it's two-way player. It's offense and defense. And then the prime of his career, which some people could argue he's still in, but he was still a really good defensive player. He was a great defensive player. Should have had a defensive player there. He was robbed. Definitely should have had multiple, you could argue. I don't know about multiple, but he should have had that one Marcus Gasol one. For sure. Marcus yeah. All didn't even make the All-NBA team. It's <laughs> still team. funny to me, bro. <laughs> All right. And then second on my Mount Rushmore, I have Kawhi Leonard. I feel like this is uh, 
not even a debate. Two-time champ, two-time finals MVP, five-time All-Star, five-time All-NBA, two-time Defensive Player of the Year, seven-time All-NBA defense combined, and uh, an NBA 75 player, which I t- did not mention for LeBron, but I didn't need to because he's a top-two player all the time. Le- yeah, you yeah. would have went forever if you would have kept going with LeBron's yeah. accolades. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay, so then I got LeBron, Kawhi Leonard. Third, I have Kobe Bryant, five-time champ, two-time finals MVP, 18-time All-Star has one MVP, 15-time All-NBA, 12-time All-Defense, all two-time scoring champ, and he's an NBA 75. He's a top-10 player all-time. And then last, I have Michael Jordan, of course, six-time champ, six-time Finals MVP, 14-time All-Star, 11-time NBA, All-NBA, NBA Defensive Player of the Year, nine-time All-Defense, led the league in steals three times, and was a 10-time scoring champion and a five-time MVP. So that's my, my Mount Rushmore of two-way wings I have. LeBron, James, Kawhi Leonard, Kobe Bryant, and Michael Jordan. It's a great list. It's a great yeah. list. Yeah, sir. Uh, that's no issues there. Is that um, everyone's list? I was about to say that's my list. That's I'm not gonna. I'm not everyone's gonna list. I did have a, a honorable mention. Ask, do you guys not even honorable? I was gonna ask. What do y'all consider Giannis a small forward or power forward? Power forward. Power forward. When it's all said and done, you think he'll be ranked amongst power forwards? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Well, if I, if I had him as a small forward, I would put him over in there over Kawhi. Yeah. Already. Uh, what is? What do you guys think? About but that? I can't put him in there. Already. No. I. Yeah. What do y'all think about that? Just because of how big he is, bro. He's like not. He never has. Yeah, he's so never any big players. I know, but he's say that a lot about. But if if everybody, but he's never played the case, small forward. All these six ten people should be that good. Then I'm a, I'm a personally an on ball defender guy, and I think Kawhi is a much better on ball defender than Giannis. Yeah, is. all these guys would guard the best player. LeBron was not. I mean, Giannis was not doing that. They had PJ Tucker guarding KD, and he was I defensive mean, yeah, player of the year. I get it. He had the gotta, defensive player of the pre- year, but you got to preserve some energy. Yeah, but on. you also got to stop KD, and PJ Tucker's not doing that. They did it enough. And like we've we seen it like early on for Kawhi. Kawhi came into the league as a defensive guy. As a rookie, you, you, guarding saw, LeBron. It, you saw it in 2013 in the finals. LeBron looks over his shoulder. He's like, fuck. Because he knew he was coming. I still man. don't like, believe that was. That's what he was doing, Kawhi. bro. The really? video's Why? there. He checked I've in seen looked it, over at him. Apparently, like, they said LeBron said it was something else. He said it wasn't because Kawhi was checking in. It was literally let, as let, soon as he was checking in, he looked in his direction and was just like, fuck. Yeah, let yeah, me let me, okay. let me put it this way. Let me ask you something. When you're when you're hooping at the gym and there's that one dude that plays know, nothing but yeah. crazy defense, tries too hard, and he gets picked up, you look at him like fuck, he's gonna guard me. Yeah, that's yeah. what it was, man. Like, and it's not, I it's not like, so. it's not like it was on some like, fuck, he's gonna come in here and lock me. Yeah, no, I'm LeBron, but it's like, god damn, he's. I gotta tough, work. He's for a it. tough ass. Yeah, dude. hell yeah, I gotta, gotta work, work for it. Yeah. And then we saw what Kawhi turned into as an offensive player, one of the most efficient scorers in the league. I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going Kawhi Leonard, man. Yeah, man. I don't know. I think when it's all said and done, I'm Giannis would will be a better all time two way player. So I guess we can call this the dive in deep Mount Rushmore. Yeah, we have I guess so. Same, yeah, same I, yeah. I knew this was gonna happen. I knew <laughs> I knew it was gonna happen too, but I was actually gonna put Giannis in there because he's kind of considered small forward to some people. So what about some think- honorable mentions? <clears throat> I had Paul George. I was really debating Paul George. I didn't even um, think about Paul George. Scotty Pippen. 
Scotty, yeah, it's just in terms of the two way. Yeah, it was the yeah, that's what that's really, what kept not, him off of mine. Not really scoring like that, but in terms of defense, he is a great two way. But if I was gonna it, say Isaiah Thomas, like these these dudes on these lists can give you thirty and lock your ass up. I just I don't think Scotty's giving you thirty, and he can lock you up. But yeah, what about Jimmy Butler? Can't Jimmy score. Butler can be up there, but he's just outside of the top. He's not outside of the elite players. I think Isaiah Thomas would have made mine if I had to choose somebody else. So are y'all even gonna list those? No, I mean, one of the two, I mean, we literally have the exact same one. So. Yeah, I guess I'll you just can, say this: you, you can post it as yours and say we all had the same one. So what's yeah, the point so, of posting three of the same <laughs> clips? Yeah, so <laughs> so like, collectively, I can't wait to see Julio and Jason's Mount Rushmore. Yes, just ask the people if they agree with it. Yeah, so the diving deep shows Mount Rushmore of two A wings is LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard, Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan. But let's rank them. Who's number one, two, three, and four? Michael Jordan, number one, definitely. LeBron, number one for me. What? In terms it's of two way, two way. Uh, I gotta disagree I with you he there, already, man. He already he already surpassed him probably in every defensive category. But well, what? But one one and I'm two are Jordan probably, and Kobe. I haven't checked. One and Michael two are Jordan. Jordan and Kobe. Michael Jordan's like a he besides the accolades. The, yeah, those are the accolades. But I'm talking steals, blocks, and basically those are all the. I mean, I mean he's Jordan been playing longer. Jordan was a three time steals leader and nine time All Defensive First Team yeah. and winning Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Nah, but LeBron's, LeBron's been playing LeBron. longer. He, was, he, won, he won MVP and Defensive Player of the Year in the same year. Max. Yeah, yeah. Giannis did that too. Uh, I think. Did Hakeem do that too? He's not a Did wing. No, nah, I was just saying another other people, the other only other players to do that. I think it's only them two. Well, but my thing is LeBron's been playing longer, but so he's LeBron, going to pass him. There's a good chance yeah. he's going to pass him in most of these categories. That doesn't I mean he was he, a better I defender. Guard, I think he is a better defender because I think he can guard the one through five better. I don't think Jordan can guard the four and the five that as well as LeBron can. But I've never seen footage of Jordan taking plays off. I'm sorry. I can't pull LeBron over him as a two-way wing. I've only seen LeBron <laughs> take plays off in this last year. I, no, like I've 30, seen him do it in Cleveland. I've seen him. It's been years, doing that man. since 2016. It's been a few years. He's been doing now, that. Uh, no, it's not, it hasn't been that bad. I see, He just locked up Kawhi and Paul George on the Lakers. So it's not. Nah, when I, did he do y'all that? Remember, y'all remember when he locked up Kawhi and then he, they, he passed it out to Paul George and he locked him up and made him break that shot. It was in the bubble, I believe. Probably got him on a possession, but he is not. He was yeah. locking up and I was seeing him. I seen him hold his own recently against Giannis too. With the help of AD, and that's recently. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to talk about recently because I've seen him get yeah, no, except this last really... year. Except this last year, in my opinion, is when he just completely stopped giving it his on. Yeah, on dunked on by Mario Hazonia, didn't he? Everybody, honest, everyone gets dunked <laughs> on. There's probably some players we can't even remember that Michael Jordan got dunked on by. But it's because yeah. they actually go up there and contest it. Giannis gets dunked on all the time, and Jordan has made some of the like iconic defensive stops. I remember in the his last the last dance, like he left his assignment real quick because he knew he was gonna get that steal on Malone, and then goes on the other side, makes a shot. Yeah, like, I've seen LeBron make some crazy defensive, and it's always in the playoffs. I mean, too. we've seen the greatest block ever. I'll give you credit there, but it's like yeah, the splitter. 
That's just Iguodala. No, no, no. Yeah, the Iguodala. The, Iguodala. Yeah. Yeah. Splitter was in the playoffs, too. Yes, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm taking bro. Yeah, that's okay. Two so, so collectively, we we all weigh you. So we're putting yeah. Jordan Jordan one, LeBron two, Kobe two. I'm putting LeBron. Jason, don't do this. Don't. <laughs> don't do I, love Kobe, man. I love Kobe, man. Bro, Kobe. Well, what's your argument? Go ahead. He was just a to me. He was like he was like Jordan, man. He was always locked in defensively. Yeah. I don't know. But I at, think, their, at their is, best, they could have guarded the four I'm, or the five. I'm going with Jordan over LeBron because he's he's a efficient scorer, and I'm not getting as much as that with Kobe. I'm still getting the great defense, but I'm not getting the efficiency scoring. He's a better scorer. No, he wasn't. Oh, he might have had. I don't oh, think he's just not. He's just he's not. not. No, he's not. At a smaller size, smaller frame, he was just good at that finisher, better shooter, better free throws. <laughs> They're both six six. six, six man. No, no, no. I'm talking about I'm talking about Kobe versus LeBron. Oh, oh okay, okay, okay. I mean, I it's a three inch Kobe. difference. Oh, I, I, th- I thought you were talking about LeBron. The four and the five. All right, but, I'm outweighed Kobe's, then. I mean, yeah, Jason's point for Kobe was more on the offensive side. He feels like Michael Jordan was way more efficient. Oh, yeah. No, but I thought you were talking about LeBron. So that was my, my bad. Yeah. So, oh, okay, yeah. So number one, Michael Jordan. Number two, LeBron James. And then it has to be Kobe. It has to Kawhi. be Kobe over Kawhi. Yeah, because of the to. scoring. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but Kobe's a 12-time all-defense to LeBron six-time. Yeah, there's a case. I'm a little disappointed in Jason. I I really think LeBron should have at least that, but he doesn't. He just doesn't get credit. I don't know for some reason he robbed him of the Defensive Player of the Year, and they don't put him on these defensive teams even when he was doing great. He should definitely be on there more times. Well, being number two on our Mount Rushmore is not bad. So, having no Jordan, LeBron, Kobe. Kawhi, I can't see really anybody getting on us for this list. I would love to see somebody try. I mean, yeah, yeah. Even who like who could like a young player? Only anybody who who think of anybody. would it's, agree it's, with it's, me on my honorable mention would be honest. Yeah, we're talking about wings. We're talking about wings. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the only one that I could see has a shot, and only because he said he wants to be like a defensive player of the year candidate, and it's a shot, it's a big stretch. But it's Anthony Edwards, he's on a superstar trajectory. He said he wants to be a defensive player of the year candidate, which that's what you need for a two way player. But again, it's a stretch, man. You got you got a long ways to go, a long yeah, ways sure. to go. But I can't, I just can't think of any guys else. You like unless like the. Defense like, has been going get, down. unless unless you see Paul George doing something spectacular in the next few years or Jimmy Buller doing something spectacular in the next few years, but those guys, you know, clock is ticking on them. Yeah, yeah. So no, that's but, facts. Yeah, it is facts. But as far as this list goes, I think we hit the nail on the head. Sure. All right. Easy. So yeah, we got to close out with two questions from some of our. Uh, supporters, fans. This is from Adam Insane, low key uh, um, a member on, on the on, of the pod. So shout out to Adam. Yeah, man. His question is, who do you think is better, or who would you want between Lamelo Ball and Anthony Edwards? My answer is Anthony Edwards. Um, it is close, 
uh, they're both to me. They're both young, immature guys. I don't know. It, as far as talent, though, I'm taking Anthony Edwards. I don't see the maturity with Anthony Edwards that you see with him. I see confidence. Yeah, I do see it a bit with Lamelo, and I'm also going Anthony Edwards. I'm going Anthony Edwards, man. I like the fit. I like his situation better. I love his mentality. I love how, again, he wants to be a great defender. He wants to be, he has that hunger to be that best player in the league. I think he has all the tools to do it. He's a dynamic scorer, dynamic athlete. He has just about everything you want, man. I, I love Anthony mm-hmm. Edwards. I love his game. And I was a LaMelo guy in the rookie years. I was saying oh, that yeah. LaMelo was a better player. But, man, I, I completely flipped the script there. I'm I'm, I'm rolling with him, man, man. I, I, I love Anthony Edwards. He's got to be one of my favorite young players in the league. He definitely is. You're on that train with him. I think Adam might be a little disappointed that none of us picked uh, LaMelo. Nah, he is. He is. Because to him, it's pretty – he acts like it's without question LaMelo. I don't know how you can have that opinion. I mean, Anthony Edwards is a beast. Talent yeah, is there, and he has that ability, but he, I haven't seen him two-way. He's already about to take over that team. We all think that he it's his team, really, even though in Minnesota's eyes, they still think it's Cat's team. Like, I think – I think – Lamelo really just passes it and can shoot a little better. That's about it. I think mm-hmm. Anthony Edwards is a better is a better scorer, and I think Anthony Edwards can lock in defensively much better than Lamelo can. Lamelo can probably yeah. like play the passing lanes better. That's why he'll get like good steal numbers. But in terms of an on ball defender, Anthony Edwards all day. Yeah, yeah, big facts. Lamelo has the ball in his hands the whole time too. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. the main part of the show over there. I do see more of a motor, a better motor in uh, in Anthony. Absolutely, he's got yeah, a V eight. Sure. I'm got the V six. Yeah, that's the difference to me. <laughs> All yes. right, so shout out to Adam. You guys will see him again on the show for sure. All right, so we got a question from Matt. Top ten fantasy picks. Top ten <laughs> picks in fantasy football. So just real quick, collectively, we'll take a few minutes to do this. Let's start with Jason, because for me, I never know who to draft first. And we're going to do a draft of our own. We're going to have a league of our own. I still don't know if I'm going to draft quarterback or running back first. What do you do, Jason? Never never go quarterback first. Why, though? That's the biggest rookie mistake you can make is drafting quarterback first. I got bad advice from somebody. He told me never draft a QB first. It's because, yes, they are the most important. Person. They will give you the most points on a lot of weeks, but also you can get like a mid-tier guy who can give you similar production, but you don't have to spend such a high draft pick on him. Like it, it's just never smart to go with a group just because those top tier running backs and those top tier receivers, that's where you want to go. It's more so a running back unless you have a receiver who's going to go crazy. Like Cooper Cup last year is if you knew he was going to have that kind of season go as number one all day, him and Jonathan yeah. Taylor, they, they both had incredible seasons. Versus a guy who had a guy like Tom Brady, who I think was QB one in fantasy football last year. But again, you you get those guys like a receiver, like a running back, because those are just they're not hard to or they're hard to come by. So you definitely go wide receiver, running back. For me, I think your first overall pick has to be a guy who had a great Jonathan season Taylor. last year. Jonathan Taylor or one who can have a similar season to Cooper Cup last year. I think that's Jettis. Justin Jefferson over in Minnesota, I think is poised for a humongous year, man. So who would so be your number one pick? Top three. Uh, I would go Jonathan Taylor. It's usually good Jonathan to get the, Taylor. 
it, it, it's always good for the running backs because you know like when they get to like that one and two yard line you get a touchdown or a two yard touchdown that's six points right there just whether it's a 20 yard touchdown or a two yard touchdown you get those the guaranteed, same amount of points not the same amount because you get some for the yards but you get those guaranteed six for the oh, touchdown. yeah yeah so i'm going jonathan taylor uh for me michael michael austin eckler man I had him at the third spot. He had 20 touchdowns last year. Him and Jonathan Taylor were the only ones to do that. So that is a sleeper pick. Or a lot of people might call you crazy, but you're not crazy at all. He's a he could he's a receiver who can catch the ball, run the ball. He can do it all. So that's exactly. And he he's one of the few players who legitimately cares about fantasy football. He tweets about it all the time. He's like, fantasy owners, I got you. When half the time, most of the players will get tweets all the time and will tweet out some shit like, I don't give a shit about your fantasy team, so don't tell me that I didn't score that touchdown for you because I don't I care. I remember that Kyrie <laughs> tweet said, fuck your parlay. He don't care about y'all's parlay. No, Austin. I'm, Eckler, ga- I'm glad y'all lost. Austin Eckler legitimately cares, so that's something. That's pretty dope. For that's him. cool. Yeah. Shout out to Austin Eckler. Uh, next up, got to go Derrick Henry, right? Derrick Henry or Christian McCaffrey? Some people have uh, Dalvin Mc- Cook. McCaffrey has been the number one pick for the past couple of years, and it's bit everybody in the ass. Because of the injury. Exactly, yeah. exactly. But this might be the year. You going to take him? You going to take him? No, I'm I'll asking Julio because he's on that yeah. McCaffrey train. Yeah, I'll take him. It depends on your pick. If you're, It like, depends top. who's left, yeah. Well, you'll be uh, – well, I was going to say, if it, was, if it was just us, you'd have a top three pick. But we're going to have, like, oh. 12 people, so – yeah, it's still so a good chance. If he's I'll on the board, I'm taking him. So, who are you going first, Rudy? Are you going uh, Taylor or, or, or Justin Jefferson? Would you? What, how far would you go before you get to a receiver? I would definitely take a running back first, and so but I would, I'm saying, like, but those first few obviously are going to go with those running backs. But at what point do you be like, all right, should I consider Justin Jefferson? Because to me, he's wide receiver one next year. I might take Devontae over him. Really? He's giving I me think, touchdowns for sure. I think Jefferson's going to have the best year in football next year, man. How many touchdowns did he have last hey. year? Justin Jefferson? Yeah. Uh, let me see. Did he have more than 10? I think he did. Because a lot of people have Dalvin Cook really he high. 10, he had he had, 10 t- he had 1,600 yards and 10 touchdowns. Yeah, man. I might take that first. Wait, are, you t- are you talking about... Uh, Devontae or Jefferson? Boy, I feel like either of those guys could do that. I just said Jefferson. Yeah, but I feel like either of those guys could do that. I'm taking if I if I have a I'm taking Jefferson. How about say if I have the pick and I have the choice between Justin Jefferson and Devontae, I'm I'm taking Jefferson. If I'm getting that, then Yeah. yeah, I'd probably take him too. Okay, so what about what about Dalvin Cook? Is that the next running back taken, or are you going like it to do like Nick Chubb or Derrick Henry? Or Derrick? Nah, Henry has to be next. I forgot about. Him. I forgot yeah, about Henry. Henry. Has Henry. To be there. Henry next. Okay, then we're going next few guys: Joe Mixon, Najee Harris. Najee Harris. I would take Cup before. I think Najee Harris is going to have the You're ball in his hands so much. Cup or Travis Kelsey? Honestly, he's going to get the touchdowns. Kelsey's going to be very high as a tight end because he's going to get a lot of balls thrown at him. 
but I would probably man, Najee Harris is a good pick, bro. Najee Harris pick. is a good pick because he's gonna be like there every play. He's gonna get all the goal all the touchings. Joe Mixon. Um, I wouldn't overdraft him too high. Like yeah, there probably be around, some receivers I'd take over him. Yeah, around yeah. this time as I would start considering I would start like Cooper Cup, tight ends, Mark when, Andrews. When do you start considering a QB? Not in the top ten. No, you can honestly wait till like round three, round four. Well, y'all sleep. I'm taking the QB, man. Okay, go please, please go QB with your first. Pick, I'll sacrifice one pick to get Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert wasn't even the best quarterback for fantasy. It was or Jalen Hurts. Allen. I might get Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is a very good one, but again, you don't have to draft him so high. Nobody's taking twenty twenty one. It was Josh I'm taking Allen, him. then Justin Herbert. I know Brady. Brady must have fell off at the three. end. I know he was three. Okay, okay. Now four, Paddy Mahomes. Okay. Um, Jamar Chase. Oh, Where's yeah. he falling? Uh, I think I'd rather take a tight end because they Six, get a lot seven. of end zone touches. Did we already him? pick Travis and or no. Mark Andrews? No, I would probably no, I would take either there. of those. I would take either of those guys for fantasy. Yeah, Travis Kelsey, man. I think Travis or Mark, especially Travis right now that uh, Tyreek's gone. <clears throat> I think so that's, that's a lot. That's what, pick seven, pick eight? It's around there. Okay. Uh, I think Rudy picked Cooper Cup, but I don't think we have Cooper Cup up yet. So you want to go Cup? Yeah. Or not, or not yet. Not yet. Him or Kamara? Yeah, I, would, I would go Cup. So no Chubb, no Mixon, not drafting them? I would take Kamara over those guys. Kamara's going to miss some games. Yeah. Probably remember he got into some if legal it was a realistic, Oh, he did? Damn. If it was a realistic yeah. top 10, I think... It would be almost nothing but running backs, but I'm just trying to switch it up a bit here. Yeah. So. Somebody's going to grab those guys mixing. So you got Jamar Chase, Debo Samuel, Stephon Diggs. I would not go Debo just nah. because of the whole thing going on over there. Um, Diggs, yes. DeAndre Swift. Uh, Detroit running back that high. I would go Dalvin Cook. At this at this position, yeah, I do like Cook. I'd probably go Cook. <clears throat> so that's I think that's about ten right there. Yeah, we yeah because low key we forgot we didn't prepare for this one, so that's why we yeah, yeah. did it, 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 it was a last second one stream. Yeah, but well, I will shout out Matt because we are he is definitely going to be in our group, right? He will. Yeah, so uh, don't take Herbert before I do. <laughs> Can't promise, bro. I mean, unless you take him. Well, you're gonna take him. You're gonna take him in the second round. So hey, I probably will. You'll get him. You're gonna get anybody you yeah, want. Anybody you want. Any quarterback hey. you want. Not I'm any sweet. running back. John. Every first pick should be Jonathan Taylor, or some type of running back. I'm yeah. going for the win, bro. Some type of top three running back. Yeah, the win is the numbers though. For fantasy, it's a little different. It is. That's why it's almost nothing but running backs on the top ten list. Yeah, I think sacrificing that one, I'll be all right to get a really yeah. good QB. Don't 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 do it first, man. Just don't do it first round. No, I won't. I won't do it first. Okay, don't don't. You can do it high. Just don't do it first round. That's foolish. I'm, 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 hey, hey, I'm taking the advice. Sorry, ass running back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking the advice from a guy who just won his league. 
Yeah, give me a second. You're taking the advice of this man, FFL champion. Yes, sir. On the side, Jason Bivak. You see it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Fantasy football. All right, but I think that's going to do it for this episode, guys. This is episode number 59. Had to do a Zoom style because, unfortunately, Jason's recovering from COVID, but he's, he, obviously he's looking and feeling great. So Yeah, man. Yeah, we'll be Shouldn't be the last one. Should yeah. Be. But we also have all upgraded our little at-home studios so we can give you all the high-quality stuff even when we do these Zoom pods. Sure. So uh, make sure that you guys subscribe, drop a like, drop a comment. If you like this episode, do all that. Follow us on TikTok, Instagram, <coughs> Twitter. Everything is linked down below. And in the future, hopefully, I don't know if it's next week or in the coming weeks, we are going to have a guest on the show. So you guys keep a keep an eye out for that. You two have a good night. I appreciate y'all. Yes, sir. We are signing off. Yes, sir. Likewise. Ditto.